following has been pre-recorded for your listening and dancing pleasure. This Doug and Daddy podcast brought to you by Cunningham's Journal. Cunningham's Journal, the only bar you need to know in Carney. The hundreds of just a like on Facebook or a comment or my phone's been blowing up, which is great. I appreciate it all. And I'm going to Minden to see some great basketball. That's because you're Doug Duda. This is Central Nebraska's most listened to all sports radio station. I'm getting the tuna sandwich with lots of lettuce on it today. (laughs) You like the tuna sandwich. Oh, yeah. I'll never have to fight you for that. Nope, that'll be mine. I will never have to fight you. That's my favorite. That's That's my go-to sandwich. Your flavor is? Yes. All of them? Yes. A little spicier, the better. Okay. Because if I'm going to bite into something, I want it to kick back. So, you know, mild, eh, medium, eh, hot, yes. Yeah. As much as I hate to get away from the award-winning last five minutes yeah, there we go. Yeah. on this yeah. show, you're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities, 1460 and 1550 AM, and now 92.1 and 92.7 FM. You know, when you have this many papers, Jimmy, I don't know what happens to them. I don't know where they go. They just mysteriously disappear. But all these piles here went down. And not far enough. I'm going to do some cleaning on my side because I've got dates here that say uh, Texas San Antonio football. Now, coming to you live from the Midway Auto Dealership broadcast booth. Need a vehicle? Think Midway.com. Yeah, I try to do toasters. Sometimes I just don't have time to put in the toaster. It's been a lively little show so far. Um, Certainly been worth everything I paid to listen to it. It's time for the Doug and Daddy Show. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Doug and Daddy Show here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Doug to Brandon Bennett's with you on this final Tuesday of January. Glad to have you along with us for today's program, and we'd love to have you be a part of it. A lot of conference basketball going on. We've still got some conference wrestling. FKC TVC going to have their meet tomorrow in Wilcox. We are getting ready for a boys' state duels in Kearney. We talked about that yesterday. And uh, then again, uh, district bowling's going on. A lot of it was yesterday. There's still a little bit, including Kearney, uh, coming up uh, tomorrow for districts. Ryan Hogue, the athletic director at Kearney, going to join us. We've had a couple of coaching changes. We've got the two new sports and girls wrestling and bowling that are going on. Kind of get his thoughts on how things are going with those. And uh, they're also hosting the FKC tournament uh, Thursday, Friday, well, Thursday and Saturday. Friday's games are at Kearney Catholic. But uh, they'll be uh, talking about that and kind of a big weekend that they're just coming off of with a doubleheader basketball at home. Kearney does play at Pius tonight in a high school hoop. So we'll talk with him about that and then at the end of the program it is the drawing for our buffalo wild wings fantasy football super bowl party winner 18 weeks 18 winners 18 names will go into the golden bucket and somebody is going to win the super bowl party from buffalo wild wings the golden bucket that still has the doug and daddy hot dog eating contest logo on it that's how cherished and valued. Well, it's golden. The golden bucket is. It is golden. Yeah. No doubt about it. A little bit of Krylon there. 888-455-ESPN. That is the Billy Jack's fan line. Classy environment. Family fun. You can play some Kino, a full bar with a frosty rail. And, of course, enjoy your favorite pizza, salad, sandwiches. They've got it all there for you at Billy Jack's. 888-455-3776. You can email the Dent Popper inbox, Doug and Daddy, at ESPNSuperStation.com. You can tweet us at ESPN underscore Tri-Cities. We're also up on Facebook. A lot of ways to get a hold of us. It is pretty quiet on the college front when it comes to the UNK Hastings College Huskers Creighton uh, most of it gets going later this week Creighton's Trey Alexander was named the Big East player of the week for the second time this season averaging 25 points six and a half rebounds five and a half assists Creighton has now won seven of their last eight after falling out of the national rankings. And they have Butler coming up on Friday. They set at number 13 this week. The women are number 22. Nebraska's next opponent on the men's side, Wisconsin, up seven spots to number six in the country. Iowa women are number three. You are back from another uh, road venture. You actually were at the Nebraska-Iowa women's game on uh, Saturday and got to see the game and Caitlin Clark uh, up close. What would you think? 
think? Experiences matter in life. And for me, it was interesting to be able to step into history because I've been able to see a lot of great athletes, whether they are sidelines, like once I saw Vince Young at a game where the Lakers played at the Rockets. Well, it was back in the hot, the heyday of the Lakers, so got to see Kobe, got to see Phil Jackson. The Kimbe Mutombo, who was playing for the Rockets, got a couple of blocks, got him to all-time number two on the list in the NBA. So I've seen a lot of great athletes and then had an opportunity through a friend who had connections to be able to get us tickets to watch Caitlin Clark. And that was phenomenal. And she reminded me of the best parts of so many other athletes. If you get in her face and you make her mad, she will retaliate like Michael Jordan. She creates like Jordan. She will take these way out there. No one should be taking them three-pointers like Kobe, and she'll make them. Wins, obviously, like Bill Russell. Just sees the floor like Pete Maravich, which you would expect as a point guard, but as a six-foot point guard and can do a little bit of everything. She had 38 points, 10 assists, six rebounds. She had a complete game. So to be able to see a phenomenal athlete at the top of at least of her collegiate game was really, really special. What were you thinking when it was 9 to nothing Iowa? At that moment, I thought, here we go. Iowa is just going to run away with this. And then Nebraska came back and tied it. Plus, you won't get to see Caitlin play as much. It's going to be a disaster. Uh, Nebraska road woes. But, yeah, all of a sudden here comes Nebraska. And then I mentioned it yesterday. We do what we do in the last 90 seconds of the second quarter. Just here you go. Here's nine points. One of the things I was most disappointed in with regards to Nebraska is their interior post defense. I don't know how many times Clark or others – would have the ball at one low post or be driving, get to the low post area, dish it on the inside, and the other lady standing there wide open with a layup. Yeah, Markowski can't be in two places at one time. Post defense, and she's there were a couple of posts for Iowa that are about her size but are a half step quicker. She wasn't as fast as I remember her being, especially in her high school days. So it just Iowa had a much better game plan on the inside and the outside. And then there are times where you've got Caitlin Clark who will come off a ball screen and with a hand and a half in her face, elevate and hit it, and then turn around and look at the player. So one knock I had against Caitlin Clark, the very first time a call didn't go her way and we're less than a minute into the game. She's looking at the referee, palms up, (laughs) begging for the call or asking for an explanation. I'm thinking, don't worry about that. Go back and play defense. That's the only knock I had on her butt. It's the Nick Saban quote. People who are high achievers don't like people who are not high achievers. People who are not high achievers don't like high achievers because the high achievers aren't going to like being around someone that's not willing to put in the effort to become a high achiever. She is such a high achiever. She has such a confidence in herself and an expectation in herself that she expects every shot to go in. She also expects to get every call, and of course, you're not going to do that. And to me, that's the one knock against her. Well, uh, cool to see Nebraska will uh, have Caitlin Clark coming in in front of a sold-out Pinnacle Bank Arena on Super Bowl Sunday. So it should be a little raucous downtown there in uh, Lincoln on the Super Bowl Sunday before the game. They'll have that uh, coming up. Uh, Jordan Larson going to be coming back to uh, be at Nebraska's talking about superstars. Uh, she will join the Huskers after competing in the Paris Olympics and then come back for her second season. Coach Cook uh, talked about that on his recent podcast. Always nice to be able to see when a homegrown talent can come home and contribute, whether it's on or, in this case, not really off the court, but beside the court. Uh, Last couple of weeks here, we've had a chance. We had Troy Baker, softball coach, on at Hastings College yesterday. Last week, we had Katie Ackerman on from UNK. So next week, we'll have Rhonda Ravel on from Nebraska. It'll be one week from today. We will have uh, Rhonda Ravel, softball coach of Nebraska, joining us. It'll be ahead of their season opener, February the 8th, right before they get on the plane to go down to Puerto Vallarta in Mexico and start their season with uh, number 7 Washington. I don't get to go to Puerto Vallarta. Yeah. Well, we're trying to get Jimmy on there. We're trying to. He had a pretty good uh, rapport with Coach Ravel last okay. last season. All right. We were talking yeah. to her. So, could, 
Good luck, Jimmy. Uh, but that, Let us know how that works out for you. That was the date it worked out, so I'm, I'm, I'm afraid unless Jimmy makes a special appearance next Tuesday, I don't know, uh, him and Rhonda won't be able to chat. Maybe I should invite Jimmy in for a special Tuesday appearance next week. You should do that. Let's see how that works. Nebraska softball is anywhere between 13 and 18 in the four softball polls. You have the uh, National Fast Pitch Coaches Association. You have ESPN USA Softball is one. You have Softball America, and you have D1 Softball. So they're anywhere from 13th to 18th, and then short Shortstop Billy Andrews, second baseman Caitlin Canada, and then of course Jordy Ball uh, receiving all kinds of accolades and things that are going on when it comes to uh, picking up uh, preseason recognition and awards. Uh, before we get into our first break and talk to Ryan Hogue, a little recap of what happened last night in basketball. There was one major upset. It came in the Twin Valley Conference girls. The number two seed, Deschler, was shut down by Blue Hill 30-25. to uh, The five, Kennesaw beat the four, Red Cloud. And then uh, Shelton over Franklin, Silver Lake over Lawrence Nelson. And uh, the semifinals finals are over at Adams Central the rest of the week. And then for the boys, they play tonight. Get to that in a moment. The top four seeds did advance on to the Fort Kearney Conference girls last night. Overton got out to a slow start, then got a big lead, and then won over Ansley Litchfield 56-33. to They will play Wilcox Hildreth Thursday night, who beat Amherst 38-32. SCM was only up two at the half, but then unloaded in the second half to beat Loomis 62-32, to and they'll play Elm Creek, a 53-32 winner over Pleasanton. So Thursday, girls at Kearney High. Friday, boys at Kearney Catholic. Saturday, Everybody at Kearney High, and all those games will be right here on ESPN. Central Catholic swept Aquinas. Lincoln East swept Grand Island. Uh, Kearney Catholic girls beat Aurora. Aurora won the boys' game. Centura boys and Arcadia Loop City girls beat Gibbon in the play-in games in the Luplat Conference Tournament. Tonight, it will be the boys' quarterfinals of the FKC. Here on ESPN will be in Amherst, where Axtell will play SEM 6 o'clock, then Amherst and Pleasanton at 7.30 on the Vibe 98. 9 from Elm Creek. It'll be Ansley Litchfield and Loomis at 6 o'clock. Elm Creek and Overton at 7.30. Twin Valley boys tonight. Top two seeds get to host the quarterfinals. So we're in Shelton. The number one seed Bulldogs will play Blue Hill at 6, followed by Kennesaw and Deschler. And then in Roseland, it's Silver Lake and Red Cloud at 6, followed by Lawrence Nelson and Giltner. All of the quarterfinals of the Luplak Conference Tournament are tonight. And it looks like we have three sites that will host uh, doubleheaders, Ordwood River and Central City. So the girls play at 6, the boys at 7.45. The other two games at Donovan and Centura will be at 7. So for the girls, it's Arcadia Loop City at Centura, Donovan at Wood River, Ravenna at Ord, St. Paul at Central City, and for the boys, given at Donovan Trumbull, Ravenna at Ord, Arcadia Loop City at Wood River, and St. Paul at Central City. Regular season action tonight on KHAS. St. Cecilia will be at Adams Central. The doubleheader gets underway at 6. Hastings High is hosting Grand Island Northwest tonight. Kearney High travels to Lincoln for top 10 battles with Pius and Kearney Catholic home again tonight as they take on Hershey. That's a lot of basketball going on, but it's that season where you get in, you have your last regular season games, and you're off to your postseason tournaments, and then state basketball coming up in, well, right out of month. Joe Lenardi has a new bracketology out. We'll take a look at the men maybe a little bit later on in the women. Nebraska tumbles from being a nine seed down to one of the last four in. Uh, I'm going to be curious to see what happens on Thursday. We talk about winning the home games, and I think Nebraska has definitely done their work at home. I think they're going to have a shot against Wisconsin. I imagine that spread will be very short. Mm-hmm. If, if it comes out eight or nine Wisconsin, then look out. <laughs> We're going to be in big-time trouble, but uh, we'll see how that plays out on a Thursday night. So they are one of the last four in, but Joe has Creighton as a number three seed right now in the tournament, and uh, it looks good. Of course, where they actually end up in, in the bracket. I would love to have Creighton's bracket right now as it sets what Joe right. already says, but that's never how it all plays out. Right, and especially as close as they were last year, see if they can make another run this year. All right, if you're getting ready for lunch or anytime because they're open seven days a week, it is your Carney Taco John's Bigger, Better, Boulder, 419 East 25th Street, or on the north side of town on West 56th Street. And you know what today is? 
Taco Tuesday. They invented Taco Tuesday at Taco John's. Hard shells, soft shells, special price every Tuesday because they want to make sure you've got your own day of the week. Although tacos seven days a week probably wouldn't be all that bad. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and late into the evening as well. If you want to drive through, they'll take care of that for you. Don't forget to join their bigger, bolder rewards loyalty program and stack up some free food as well. But it is Taco Tuesday. Enjoy as many as you want like you can any day at your Carney Taco Johns. We'll talk with Athletic Director at Kearney High, Ryan Hogue, when we return. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own and every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Escape Ordinary by heading to Cunningham's downtown or Cunningham's on the lake in Kearney. You'll enjoy the coldest draft beer in town, happy hour specials, and great food. An outstanding place to relax with friends after work, on the weekends, or any time to escape everything. Plus, you can dance and listen to their live bands every weekend at the downtown location. It's a great time every time when you escape ordinary at Cunningham's Journal on the Bricks and Cunningham's on the Lake, Kearney. Today's weather is brought to you by Farm Bureau agents Matt Myers and Rich Peters. When it comes to protecting your family, home, cars, and farm or ranch, you can count on your local agents to help you get the coverage you need. Contact Matt Myers and Rich Peters in Kearney today. Securities and services offered through FBO Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. It's been years since you graduated, but your college team is yours for life. You can also have a Farm Bureau agent for life, and auto, and home, and business insurance. Imagine that. One agent for everything. It's that simple. So get a Farm Bureau agent for life. In Kearney, call Rich Peters and Matt Myers at Farm Bureau Financial Services, 308-234-4922. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company. Securities and services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. The Big 12 released their 2024 college football schedule today with the new teams and Colorado coming back in and uh, the departure of Oklahoma and Texas. So looking forward to that. You've got a little Big 12 news. Just announced here about an hour ago, GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. You can't just call it Arrowhead Stadium anymore. On this show, you can call it Arrowhead Stadium. Thank you. I I don't have to give the sponsor. Kansas football, obviously, driven by the fact that they are getting a complete stadium makeover. They are playing four of their home dates, quote-unquote, at Arrowhead Stadium. September 28th versus TCU, October 19th versus Houston, November 9th versus Iowa State, and the 23rd versus Colorado. That'll be a good game. So Kansas football is playing four of their, quote-unquote, home games at Arrowhead Stadium. Nice to see Arrowhead because for many years they would open it up to teams in the MIAA to play there. They've had Missouri, Kansas there three, four, five times. So nice to see that the pros in the Arrowhead Stadium and the Hunt family open it up to the college once again. How big of a possibility do you think that'll be for Nebraska home football games in 2025 when they rip out South Stadium and won't have those tickets available? That's a little obviously closer drive for anybody that is a Kansas fan. But would they be looking at saying, hey, We're going to have a home game in Dallas. We're going to have a home game in Kansas City. Or would that just really fire people up? Honestly, that's a great question. I never even considered that. But in my line of work, you cannot get what you do not ask for. So in that case, ask to see if the Chiefs would allow that. I can't imagine that they would say no as well as Nebraska travels. I mean, if you can sell out a stadium in California – because of Nebraska fans, you know you're going to sell out Arrowhead Stadium, especially when Arrowhead doesn't have near the capacity. Because Arrowhead's what seventy six thousand. Memorial Stadium right with, now is what with, without, but remember without stands in the South Stadium, right? But still, so you're talking fifty thousand, probably. <laughs> they might they might 
string up Trev Alberts too. The business is there in Lincoln. We'll f- find out. We'll keep it up to date. See what happens here. Let's move on with the Doug and Daddy show as we bring in the athletic director from Carney High. I like to talk with him from time to time. Ryan Hogue joins us. You're a big Husker fan. Would you enjoy a home game that wasn't in the state of Nebraska, Hogster? You know, um, my wife and I do hold season tickets, and they are in South Stadium. So, absolutely, I will go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Have they have they given you any kind of a plan yet, or just the letter that says they're doing it? No, nothing, nothing finalized or anything like that yet. So, or at least at least nothing that I've heard of. So, uh, but it'll be interesting to see what they do. Ryan, uh, five or six things that we can talk about here, but what I want to start with is we are in the season of the two brand-new sports that uh, were added to uh, Kearney High in girls wrestling and the bowling team. Districts are going on. Uh, sub-district wrestling is this weekend. Uh, I, the videos, we were out there with NCN taking some uh, television stories from that first home duel that the bowling team had. Uh, I know you've been pretty fired up to see this. It seems like the sports have been well-received. What's your thoughts on where they're at right now? Oh, I, I can't believe the season that they've had, both of them. You know, at first, Chuck, uh, Coach Brisbane, the head coach, um, you know, he was a little concerned about the numbers just because, you know, I mean, it's a brand-new sport. It's different. It's off campus. Hard to recruit internally when he's not here. And, and it was a brand-new sport. But what I think what really helped was the unified bowling. We've had that for about four years now. We've had great numbers there. So a lot of those kids, um, joined the bowling team. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, he goes, I was worried about having one girls team, and now, you know, I have plenty for a JV team. So the numbers have been great for the first year, um, I feel, in, in bowling and, and kids getting, you know, an opportunity to compete in something that maybe they may not be doing anything in the winter uh, besides, you know, coming to some games and supporting their teammates, but now they're competing. And um, obviously, you know, going through this first year, you know, we're going to, adjust some schedules and make sure that they're not, you know, maybe uh, starting, you know, or coming on the same nights as some of our other bigger activities. But take, for instance, last Friday, you know, we started a duel um, at 3 o'clock versus Grand Isle Northwest. Perfect. That night, everybody got done with bowling, watching bowling, supporting the Bearcats out there. And then we had a great uh, pink out. Uh, um, Carney tackles cancer uh, evening. Um, it was packed. Um, I gave Randy Bushcutter a pink polo because Doug Duda didn't show up. It was great. It was great. No, it was it was such a great uh, day of bowling, and then obviously we had girls and boys basketball, and and obviously supporting a great cause uh, on Friday. But I thought the the first year, the inaugural season, has been amazing. So I don't think we could have asked for anything better. Uh, girls wrestling, you stated, uh, and bowling tomorrow. Uh, they're going to uh, Lexington for district, so we wish them luck. Uh, and then girls wrestling again, uh, our numbers. You know, at the beginning of the year, were very good. Had some kids that, you know, like, okay, well, this isn't for me, and had a few quit. But then after our invite, we had like three or four girls say, oh, yeah, I'll give it a try. Yeah, and they're loving it. And I think first year, uh, Coach Slender and, and Coach Rodriguez, and, and obviously we got a lot of uh, volunteer assistants uh, that are helping out, and I think it's gone great. Um, I think they're competing at, at, you know, a very high level. Um, they're they're there's some learning curve a little bit. Some of these girls have never wrestled before. Um, but what I'm more proud of as well is not only the high school, but the middle school numbers are amazing as well. So, I mean, our feeder programs are right there, and those girls are going to be ready to step right in and join our high school program next year. Ryan, I suppose every high school believes that what they do is quote-unquote special. But when we look at what Bearcat Athletics does, not just that – the, all of the support for Carney tackles cancer. Sometimes it's a football game. Sometimes it's a basketball game. But also being able to have that wrestling duel up on the stage of the fine and performing arts theater. Carney High does a lot of very special things that not too many high schools in the state and maybe not even very many in the nation do. Well, <laughs> I appreciate that. But our coaches have some great ideas, and, and they bring them forward, and our staff is close. You know, you talk about that, that chat duel, um, that auditorium duel that, you know, we, we started my first year here. Coach Swarm came to me and said, hey, what do you think about this? I go, I love it. He goes, well, we need to talk to the performing arts people. And I'm like, well, yeah, absolutely. They'll go for it. He goes, I don't know. There's a lot of people that, you know, very protective. I mean, yeah, it's a beautiful facility, you know, probably the be- one of the best in the state. And, 
and they were great to work with. I mean, we included the band one year, the choir got um, involved in it, so it was a it was an activity event, and uh, I think a lot of people went into it kind of like, how is this going to go? And after that first year, it was like rave reviews from the community, from from the arts, from athletic people. Like it was just a great tradition that was born, and obviously. Um, it's all about the matchup, um, but now that we got girls involved, now you got girls and boys both wrestling uh, on the on in the auditorium, and it's just a great tradition. But obviously, we have a lot of traditions. Um, you know, our from Brandon Bennett's and Ford Clark announcing games. Uh, you know, just we just do a lot of things right because we have a lot of great people in the right spot at the right time to do those things. So um, obviously, our coaches and our sponsors are always bringing up great ideas to. Uh, to try, and, and a lot of times they become new new traditions. We're chatting with the athletic director at uh, Kearney High School and Ryan Hogue. Uh, Ryan, uh, you're going to have a change in the conference. Uh, Pius has decided that they're going to hang in B. Uh, what does that mean uh, overall? Anybody new looking at? Uh, sad to see him go. Uh, what yeah. about Pius leaving? You know, they went back and forth a lot. I'm really good friends with Greg Lesiak, and, and, you know, he was torn um, I think a lot of their coaches were, were wanting to stay A, but I think overall, uh, as a school district, they felt like they needed to go B, um, at least for the time being, and, and see how that goes. And, and obviously their, their numbers support being class B, so they're going to make that change. Um, obviously it, it stings, you know, I mean, losing, um, a school like Pius, who is, you know, reputable in every sport, um, and, you know, just helps the conference you know, boosts boost our conference uh, strength and whatnot. Um, we'll go to 11 schools for the time being. I know people are throwing out North Platte, uh, but I don't think they're 100% interested. And in, in also, you know, the travel would be a concern with some of our hack schools. Um, you know, if that was going to be something we were really going to look at, uh, potential divisions has been discussed, you know, and, and going to, you know, a, a divisionary uh, conference with maybe some crossover games and so on, and then you still have your tournaments, obviously. Um, but at this point in time, uh, I don't think North Platte is very interested, and in, nor have we are we in really a position to make, you know, a division type uh, decision right now. So we're just going to go with eleven. Um, but uh, who knows? You know, I mean, uh, Pius or other schools might be moving up or down. Um, so I think maybe you might see a lot of movement in conference affiliation in the coming year, especially when these class these new um, Omaha and Lincoln Class A schools uh, or Class B schools start becoming Class A. Well, and North Platte is right on that bubble too. I'm sure that has to be a concern A and B. But I do want to point out, Brandon, before you ask a question here, is Lincoln to North Platte time wise is no different than Kearney to Norfolk. So if they're worried about extra miles, there's just no difference. But I know there's a lot more schools in Lincoln. Go ahead, Brandon. Well, the question I had, Ryan, is actually a follow-up to that is, what does your gut tell you? Because it wasn't it wasn't more than three or four years ago where Bob Jensen talked about how there was 21-22 schools west of Grand Island and Hastings that are playing 11-man football. And so you get to that bubble team where you've got North Platte. What's the viability of North Platte even remaining a and then what does that look like for the rest of the state where that would then position Kearney as really the largest or the, the only Class A school west of Grand Island? Right. No, that's definitely out there. Um, if, our, if the number would ever change for boys-only football enrollment, which is 425, which eight fifty, you know, we always go with the 850 number, and then if that changes, well, then you move it up to, say, if it goes to 900, well, football would be 450 then. And that's a very strong possibility as we – you know, we're going to look at reclassification, or reclassification committee. There's there's all kinds of committees, seems like, right now, looking at the numbers of these schools, um, you know, not only in regards to the size of the school, but also the participation numbers. You know, you look at, you know, some of, some of the largest school districts in the state, and I'm not going to, you know, pinpoint different names because every sport is different, but some of those largest school districts in the state, top five, six, seven, um, have a hard time fielding JV teams. Um, you know, so that obviously is, you know, they got numbers in students, but they're not getting the participants out, um, to have a, say a reserve JV varsity. And a lot of times they don't have enough maybe to even fill the JV team. They're going with freshmen and then they're going with a varsity team. So, you know, the classification committee has a big job, 
um, right now, and that's trying to figure out some type of some type of formula that is going to bring equal um, or at least more fair competition between our Class A schools. Um, a lot has been thrown out in regards to how we classify, um, you know, as a whole or even per sport, or what do um, the certain kids that are in your school count? Do they count as a full student or do they count as half or .75? I mean, there's so many things being thrown out right now um, that I think that, you know, you have a lot of these new schools that are Class B that could potentially be Class A in the future as well. Um, it's about participation numbers. It's about how, how they can compete at the Class A level. Um, and, you know, some people have been talking about A1, A2, you know, going splitting Class A in two, especially if it's going to continue to grow. Uh, the Metro obviously is, you know, added some new schools. Bennington is growing. They could be Class A in a few years. Um, Elkhorn North is, you know, Elkhorn North and um, Elkhorn are, are said they're going to stay Class B. Elkhorn South is going to be the only Class A school in that. But, you know, if they continue to grow, they may not have a choice. Um, then you got Gretna and Gretna East. They're going to split up and go B, you know, but Gretna's growing. People opting in. You know, I don't know. Some of these schools are, are, are going to be right on that borderline if the number doesn't change. Ryan Hogue, Athletic Director, joining us here from Kearney High. At first, I just, you know, throw up in my mouth when they talk about splitting Class A and then on the flip side wanting to do what they do with, you know, Class D. Oh, man, we got to get rid of D1 and D2, just make it one big monster class. Well, then on the other side, you look at what South Dakota, and I think it's still 16 schools in the biggest class in South Dakota. So I guess if that's the trickle-down effect, that's going to be part of it here. Ryan, I'll talk to you uh, and ask you about the coaches. Most recently, Pat McFadden uh, has announced that he was stepping down. Uh, You appoint Nate Palachik, which would see an easy uh, appointment there if Nate wanted to do that, uh, or even if he didn't, but I think he did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it goes all the way back to Coach Archer from last year. This is probably your busiest year considering that, uh, looking for girls basketball, doing what you had to do with Coach McFadden and two or three others. Uh, just your thoughts on keeping busy in the coaching uh, realm this past year. Oh, I'm a little bit busy. It's fine. Um, <laughs> we're we're all one team here, and we're doing it together. And and we'll uh, we'll find the best people to put in those spots. But obviously, Coach McFadden has been a staple in our athletic department for for decades. Um, you know, and losing him is you know is definitely going to sting. Um, but he he deserves this. Uh, he held on. We we kind of joked a little bit the other day, and I said, Are you, "I'm just glad you gave me six years after I got here." I said, "If you'd have stepped away right away, I'd been thinking like I, maybe I wasn't the right person for the job." But no, he's he's an amazing coach, amazing teacher, an amazing person um, that that I've been had the privilege to be around the last six years, and and this will be a fun last three months for him. He'll be able to reminisce and and talk a lot about uh, the good times with with. Uh, fellow coaches, even you know, athletes uh, that he coached that are now stepping in his shoes. You know, with Nate, you know, Plachek, and and Nate is obviously you know uh, his love for the sport of track and cross country is noted. Uh, he was coaching football a few years ago, and he stepped over to be Coach McFadden's volunteer assistant for a year. I mean, he he took a, a year and and he said, "Hey, I I, I want to do this. I'm the head track coach now." Um, I want to be a cross-country coach. I want to be the girls' cross-country coach. Um, so I'm going to move over and, 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 and learn from one of the best. And he did that, and he paid his dues. And, and I think the girls are um, very motivated by his coaching style, and obviously that's noted in track as well. So it was an easy decision. Uh, Nate, Nate believes blue and gold, and, and he's a true Bearcat, and, and obviously it, it made a lot of sense moving him into that position. Ryan, I don't want to talk about the lawsuit, but I do want to talk about where your search is for girls basketball because my understanding is the girls' coaches are not, whether it's Chris or Carmen or whoever, are not looking to take that job. Is that accurate? Will you be looking outside of the program? Do you want to name a coach at the end of the school year, at the end of the basketball season? Kind of what's your timeline there? You know, the search is ongoing. Um, Obviously, we're still taking applicants for head girls basketball as well as head volleyball. Um, I'm very active in that right now, talking to, you know, obviously several people who I think would be a great fit for that. Um, I'm not going to comment for, for Coach Pocock or Coach Zimmer or Coach Grant. Um, those conversations are ongoing as well. Their reputation and their knowledge of the sport is noted. Um, they are 
instrumental in the success that we've had um, over the years in both girls and boys basketball. Um, I, I will never count any of those three out um, to to have um, a a lower, mid, or even a very high role in this uh, in this girls basketball program next year. And, and that is that's conversations that you know obviously that are ongoing with them, and I'll continue to have with them. Um, and we're going to try to put together a great staff with with the best head coach possible for next year. Well, we've had winter weather. We've got spring-like weather, which means we'll probably have more winter weather coming up. But spring-like weather coming up, it's got us thinking about the spring sports. Talk about what that looks like and give us the early preview. Say what? Um, I think you know, just preliminary numbers. A lot of our a lot of our kids who are not out for a winter sport or conditioning, girls and boys soccer, girls and boys track. Obviously, Coach Salisbury's got his kids rolling. Uh, Coach Waters is. Uh, you know, looking forward to a great season. We got a great. I think we. I feel like we have a really good uh, soccer team, or soccer team, a good soccer team as well, but a really good boys golf team coming back. Uh, baseball. You know, new head coach at the realm, but Coach Connett. I mean, we're talking every other day. He's got some really great ideas. We're ordering a few things that are going to be new this year. Um, obviously, um, with the city, they're doing some really cool things. Um, upgrades at uh, at Memorial that that I think are going to be in play right away. Well, a lot of it will be in play right away, but even in the next couple of years. But I don't know. I think our numbers are going to be great for sure. Um, obviously, I don't want to talk too much about how how well they'll do or whatever. You know, that's that's yet to be seen. But um, you know, we're putting in for uh, district track, so I think that with our with our track um, a district the way it looks, I think we have a really really good chance of hosting that for a third straight year. Um, so that's always exciting, but you know, obviously, you know, the spring sports, uh, you know, it is, you starting to feel that a little bit. Um, it's getting really nice out. It's going to be beautiful this, this week. And I know that a lot of these kids are going to be out on the track and out on the turf and, and up at Memorial and out on the tennis courts getting ready to go. So, um, I don't know if the golf courses will let our golfers on quite yet, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of simulators around town. So I know they're going to use those. Ryan, there was a big overhaul of the football field at Horizon. We never talked that much about the middle schools. We we're always talking about the high school. Uh, maybe you would want to address what's going on at some of the other uh, junior highs and elementaries. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, the the exciting thing about uh, Horizon is it's it got a brand new turf, upgraded turf. Um, we redid the track up there. Um, we put on like a maintenance coat is what they call it, um, and then they – um, put uh, obviously new lines and paint on it, so that that facility is looking amazing. Uh, Trent Bozard and his facilities crew lined up. Um, they put the uh, soccer fields down below. That's where we're practicing down there. So I think that worked out really well. They'll get up on the turf as well. Uh, the press box got a new sound system up there. We we paid for that out of uh, the golf uh, fundraiser that we have every year, um, and uh, the. Horizon is set. We're we're feeling really good about that outdoor facility. Sunrise, um, the board approved um, a new turf, a new track over there. Um, that will start probably at the beginning of May when track and and soccer are done. Um, so that'll be exciting. That'll be some new things happening over there. So uh, between Carney Catholic's uh, field turf and track going in, Sunrise will be going in as well. And if you look at the per capita uh, <laughs> in town. <laughs> Um, and how many turfs and tracks we have, Cardi is doing it right. Um, and then you look at the sportsplex and everything that's going on out there, there is a ton of exciting things going on in Kearney, and, and our kids and, um, and our parents and our patrons should be very proud of. And it's been a busy couple of weeks at Kearney High. You had big home games over the weekend for basketball, and then uh, you're also going to be hosting FKC. One thing I've noticed about Kearney High is that you guys have never shied away from having outside competition coming in. You'll host a district, you'll host a conference tournament, and you're going to have games there again Thursday and Saturday. Yep, four Kearney Conference coming in on Thursday. Um, obviously, with our games on Friday, we couldn't host, um, we couldn't host both semifinals. Um, with Omaha Bryan coming in. But, yeah, no, we got more Carding Conference, uh, two games on Thursday, and then we'll host four on Saturday. Uh, the showcase was always fun. Um, so I'll be splitting my time on, on Saturday between Fort Carney Conference. We got our diving invite that day, and then I'll go out and watch some uh, state dual action with our, with our varsity wrestling team. But, uh, no, we, we don't. Um, I, I think it's great for the community. We have a lot of corporate sponsors who advertise for us, who support our programs. 
their businesses benefit when we host these things, and we're always going to look for ways to bring in big tournaments or even host things that maybe not maybe necessarily our kids don't compete in. Obviously, state speech. Um, I know that Brandon and, and Doug will both um, come up and help with state speech during you know spring break. So I'll keep you guys on speed dial for that. We don't have uh, spring break. <laughs> Well, that is true. That is true. We do not. We do not. Well, we'll see each other at Memorial. Whatever you need, man. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. No, you can no, have you, us up just, there. you just keep announcing uh, great and, and inviting me on the show once in a great while to uh, to promote Kearney High School and, and everything that we do at KPS and, and obviously for the community. Our community is amazing, Support so supportive. So it's the least we can do um, to help out our area schools, but even the state in regards to uh, hosting state speech. But obviously, the Visitor Bureau has a big part of that, and they knock it off the part. Ryan, we covered a lot of ground. Did we miss anything, anything special you wanted to throw out before we go? No, I think we covered a ton. Um, Appreciate you guys and all the coverage, and and invite me on the show once in a while. All right, my man. We'll see you soon. Thanks for the time. You too. Ryan Hogue, Athletic Director, Carney High, joining us here on the Doug and Daddy Show. One of those jobs that I don't know how he juggles everything. I've got a pretty full calendar. Increments broken down into 15 minutes, and I, with all the things that he's got, especially when you look at Saturdays, Friday nights, Monday nights, Tuesday nights, Sunday afternoons, traveling, oh yeah, and then trying to have a regular life and a regular um you know, just regular personal fun time. Aside from that, I don't know how he does it. It's called a job. Although he does have those two little minions that are running around all well, the time. Well, yeah. A lot of fun. But holy cow, that's a lot. <laughs> Doug and Daddy Show brought to you by our friends at TNL Irrigation, where you can take advantage of great specials here as the month of January is winding down and find out why TNL Irrigation Systems are like no other. Successful farmers work hard and smart, and the smart choice in pivot irrigation is always TNL. Over 70 years, they continue to grow their company throughout the Midwest, the United States, and worldwide. Tough, reliable, hydraulically powered TNL pivots are safe, simple, and easier on you. Contact your local TNL dealer like Derek Wagner at Wagner Irrigation and Holdridge or go online to TLIRR.com and find out a whole lot more information so TNL can help you out in 2024. We're looking to make another winner on the Doug and Daddy Show. 18 weeks of fantasy football, 18 winners, and they are now in the golden bucket to see who wins the Super Bowl prize package. We'll draw it out. Next. Gee, I really wish we had somebody to play basketball with. Well, you do now because Whoopers and Hoopers Basketball Tournament is back in Hastings. Five-on-five action, March 15th to 17th. Men's and women's divisions with a four-game guarantee. Register now at HastingsYMCA.net slash Whoopers Hoopers. Save $25 if registered by February 1st. Deadline, March 1st. Join the Whoopers and Hoopers Basketball Bash in Hastings and win big. Brought to you in part by ESPN Tri-Cities, News Channel Nebraska, and KHAS Radio. The year was 1979. Rocky Balboa was champ. Rocky Geyser was embarking on a real estate career. Balboa's next fight was Clutter Lane. Rocky Geyser's was 20% interest rates. Through all of his battles, inflation, recession, regulations, Rocky Geyser has always answered the bell. For 40 years, I've been in the ring with my clients sweating the details. Call Rocky Geyser of REMAX Executives today or log on to OneRocky.com. Put Rocky in your corner. When the passing of a family member occurs, too often loved ones have too little information on planning the funeral. Horner, Liskey, McBride, and Kuehl developed their website to provide both information and comfort, etiquette, and common sense. Visit hlmkfuneral.com. The more you know, the better they can provide additional comfort and guidance during life's most trying time. Horner, Liskey, McBride, and Kuehl Funeral and Cremation, providing steady, comforting service as they have for nearly 100 years. Less calories and fat, and oh so delicious. It's what every light bread wants to be. Leave it to the bakers of Village Hearth to have the perfect recipes that pack goodness and flavor into every package while still keeping it trim. With Village Hearth light bread and buns, you can lighten up on the calories and fat without losing out on the great taste. There's simply more to savor and nothing to sacrifice. With our light wheat, light 12 grain, and light Italian bread and buns, there's a light, tasty favorite for everyone in the family. Village Hearth, baking our best for you. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. 
Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Imagine a job where your inner child could be released. Franklin County Roads is here to make your inner child's dreams come true. Make a good living maintaining the roads of Franklin County. Come on, what little kid didn't want to drive a real taco machine and play in the dirt all day? To find out how you can help get started living your inner childhood dreams, stop by the Roads Department at 1215 G Road, Franklin, Nebraska, or call 308-425-3710 from 9 to 4, Monday through Thursday. Don't have a CDL? That's okay. Franklin County will pay for your schooling. Franklin County Roads Department is an equal opportunity employer. Doug and Daddy Show here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Doug Duda, Brandon Bennett's with you. Glad to have you along with us in the Midway Hour Leadership Broadcast booth. And always a lot of highlights throughout the year, but we talk for football season. What, is that a third of the year that we're actually right into it? And we talk about it all the time when we're getting ready for the Chiefs and 49ers to play Super Bowl 58. You can hear it right here on ESPN. You can watch it at Buffalo Wild Wings. And we have been talking about B-dubs for more than 18 weeks because we love going up there. And I am still still think every time that uh, barbecue wing thing I think about, it still tinges my mouth a little bit. As it should. Because <laughs> watching you get through that was something else. I wish I could have Facebook Live that. No, you don't. No, but nobody needed that. And what so are, good. And one of the great things about... So the, warm. So unexpectedly spicy. Yeah. And one of the great things about today is not just that we're giving away some stuff. We're giving away stuff that's not ours. <laughs> I don't have to worry about giving anything away. I'm giving away somebody else's stuff. Well, we have brought out the golden bucket, which means it's a big prize. And Carly and Katie from Buffalo Wild Wings here in Kearney are with us in studio. In the bucket are the 18 weekly winners, and we'll draw that out in just a moment. But, Carly, thanks to B-Dubs for uh, being a great sponsor again this year. And uh, folks are up there all the time, not just for football. Sometimes I'm driving back from uh, the North Country, and it's late at night, and it's pre-11 o'clock and there's still a lot of people up there getting some good food and uh, especially during football uh, tell us a little bit about some of the specials that you've got going on around the Super Bowl or anytime we got some games going on yeah definitely so um, of course we have our specials Tuesdays and Thursdays um, Tuesdays buy one get one half price wings Thursdays um, buy one get one half off boneless um, Super Bowl Sunday is huge for us always um, we have during the NFL playoffs and Super Bowl um, two-minute drills, so uh, two minutes before halftime and two minutes before the end of the game. We have some extra deals on um, beer specials, app specials, um, stuff like that. So, yeah, we'll be ready to roll for that. It reminds me, I would throw out this reference, but Katie, probably one of the workers, would not have an idea what I'm talking about. You know, in trading places when they're selling the orange juice, you get down to the two-minute warning, I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you, for all the things they got to sell. I imagine it's a little busy for the two-minute warnings, isn't it, Katie? A little bit. It's definitely a time crunch, but we we make it happen. Everyone loves fried pickles. So <laughs> well, <usually> exactly. <laughs> well, count me in. I We get fried pickles every time we go up there, so we love that. Uh, what else is going on? Anything else specialized uh, you want to mention? or just kind of throw out the store hours? Yep, um, so our hours, um, uh, Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to midnight, Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 1 a.m. So um, we're open really late um, after you get off work or uh, maybe you go have a drink with a friend um, downtown. You need to get some food before you get home. So, yep, we're ready and we're open. When Buffalo Wild Wings opened, one of the great things I was looking forward to are all of the different flavors of your wings, and it seems like you've even added some, as we were alluding to earlier. What are those greatest and latest flavors that you've added in that maybe somebody who hasn't visited recently hasn't had a chance to experience? Yep, um, so we have two new flavors, hot barbecue, um, which a lot of people um, a few years back know it was on the menu. It got taken off. Um, it's now back. And then we have a bourbon barbecue, too, um, which is um, just a mix of uh, a bourbon and our honey barbecue. And it's, uh, it is really good. So, 
I think that's the guilty one. Was the bur- bourbon barbecue? I think so too. I think that was the guilty one. And of course, they've got great burgers and sandwiches, and I love the uh, tater tots uh, that they put together, and uh, you get a good, good chicken and tots uh, in there as well. well I'm kind of an ultimate nachos kind of guy. Well, you like we like pretty much everything well, on the menu. Well, yeah. You walk in, you open the menu, and you say yes. Yes. Just get one of everything. Yes. Well, you can hear in our opening every day for the Doug and Daddy show, Brandon talking about what he likes to eat. And yeah. He spicy yes. wants to bite back. And we were always talking about B-dubs. So. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to it. Let's mix up. You want to be the official mixer? The official mixer that way, Actually, you did something on the show today. Well, I don't want to knock anything out. No, here. don't throw. Yeah, you can throw that guy's name on the floor. Uh, <laughs> and we'll see who wins the Super Bowl party. Katie's going to be the official drawer outer here. The official so, mixer upper and the drawer outer. Let's see. There you go. <laughs> She's going to reach in and see who this year's Super Bowl champion is. Who is the top name? I have Carly. Do I read that part too? Yeah. Got, it says Carly P R 8 I O. All right. And I think all the way back in week three. So we, I, we've had the last week winner. We've had the first week's winner. We've had them all over the place. Like the Kentucky Derby, I don't think we've had a week three winner in the last 10 years. So week three, Carly is our champion, and the Super Bowl party is coming his way. Well, uh, he'll he'll probably owe you an extra tip, Katie. I'm going to make sure we pass that along. I'll take it. <laughs> so, uh, again, uh, whether it's the Super Bowl or any time and take out uh, catering some food, uh, they do such a great job at Buffalo Wild Wings on the north side of town up on the hill. Carly, anything else you want to tell uh, the fans of Buffalo Wild Wings before we let you guys get back to work? Um, yep, uh, we're ready for you, so just come on out and enjoy a nice cold beer for Super Bowl. We will be there. Can't wait anytime. What should we do for lunch today, Brandon? Okay, we'll take a break. Be back with more on the Doug and Daddy Show right after this. You're driving. Play your best golf now with help from Golf Fit USA of Kearney. Our certified club fitter uses a state-of-the-art launch monitor to make sure you get the most out of every club in your bag. Golf Fit offers a wide variety of clubs, bags, shoes, gloves, hats, junior sets, and gift cards, as well as repairs, regripping, lessons from a PGA professional, and a golf simulator. Our goal is to get your equipment right for increased accuracy and performance on the course. Golf Fit USA, custom fit for the perfect hit. Next to jerseys, Kearney. Today's inflation is changing the way families prioritize their day-to-day activities. At Carney Tire and Auto Service, we are here to help you ensure your vehicle is ready to go when you need it most. Performing required routine maintenance is critical to enhance fuel efficiency and keep your engine operating at peak performance. Not sure what your vehicle needs per the manufacturer recommendations or mileage requirements? We will help you make the best decision for your driving habits and budget. We also have financing available. Go to CarneyTire.com to learn more. Helping you get the most from your vehicle at Carney Tire and Auto Service. You're watching sports on one of the many TVs and all of a sudden you get hungry. That's okay. If you're at Jersey Sports Bar and Grill in Carney, they not only have all those TVs, but they cook too. You never have to stay home and watch alone. Jersey Sports Bar and Grill in Carney has a full menu and a full bar. Jersey's offers daily lunch and dinner and drink specials. Get to Jersey Sports Bar and Grill in the Vista Point Shopping Center in North Carney, where the game and the grill are always on. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years. From personal banking to mortgage, business, and more, Five Points continuously finds ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. Offering the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Five Points Bank innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Better choices, better service. Five Points Bank of Grand Island, Kearney, and Hastings. Shirt above his head as our Super Bowl uh, winner for fantasy football. 
thanks to Buffalo Wild Wings and the gang for coming in. Can't wait. Uh, now all kinds of hungry. Maybe we can get there in our vehicle from the Midway Auto Dealerships. Got it all polished up yesterday. Woo, it didn't look good after the weekend, um, drying it up. But ready to go and ready for conference tournaments where we were at last night. Uh, I got to go to Overton. Going to be in Elm Creek tonight. Getting ready for Wood River and the Lou Platte later this week. FKC here on ESPN. Midway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Midway Chevrolet Buick GMC. So you can go see all the great folks out at your Midway Auto Dealerships and chat with the sales folks that uh, have all the knowledge on here's what we've got on this vehicle here is what the manufacturer has as a great deal whether it's from gm right now with their trade-in allowance program they've also got a great deal from uh, buick envision maybe you want an electric car they'll do that as well a hybrid car i guess is the proper way to say that and maybe you're just looking for an oil change tire rotation you can even make that appointment at thinkmidway.com midway it's a better way south second avenue in Carney. Tri-City Storm set for the final game of the team's current seven-game road trip tonight against Sioux Falls. So far, they've went 2-1-1-2 through the first six games of this road trip. So they're 17-12-2 and and overall. Sioux Falls 20-15-3 and and has moved up to third place in the Western Conference standings. Face-off 7-0-5 and as we said, the Storm did make a trade for a goaltender. We talked about it yesterday with Dubuque getting Thatcher Bernstein, the 17-year-old. I will be very much looking forward to getting back into the Viero Event Center and then uh, I will see them on Saturday. Yeah, they got uh, three home games this weekend. Hopefully everybody can uh, go out and make it uh, to a ball game. Here's one for you. The College Baseball Hall of Fame. This kind of got announced here in the last week or so, but we really haven't talked about it. The College Baseball Hall of Fame uh, will now be in Overland Park, Kansas, the inaugural physical location. Uh, They have had the College Baseball Hall of Fame, and we've talked about that in conjunction with the College World Series. It will be located within the iconic Museum at Prairie Fire and serve as a shared community asset, uh, deepening connections to the nation's favorite pastime through a dynamic and ever-evolving space for college baseball enthusiasts to celebrate the sport's rich past. And Patrick Mahomes is a driving force behind this. He says, baseball has been a huge part of my life. I'm fortunate to play in the game in college. I'm excited for the College Baseball Hall of Fame to call Overland Park home and join the community that I love so much. Established back in 2004, now finally has its physical presence. Uh, should open sometime in 2025. Not at all surprised to see that. Obviously, you've got the Negro League Baseball Museum. We've had Bob Kendrick on a number of times. Patrick Mahomes, I think he lives in OP. I know a lot of the Chiefs and the Royals live on the other side, so maybe we can... Uh, tag along with uh, head coach Ryan Held the next time he goes home to see the folks <laughs> in the OP. Maybe we can uh, head down there and ride it off as a business trip. Well, we talked about uh, where the men are for Nebraska and Creighton in the NCAA tournament. Nebraska's loss to Iowa really hadn't hurt them in the NET rankings. And then Charlie Cream still has Nebraska women as an eight seed right now in the NCAA tournament, which you don't want to be the ones in the the ones in the women's tournament are just basically unbeaten unbeatable he actually has them in with south carolina that would be bad wow uh, so uh, i'm sure somehow they'll find a way to get off that line hopefully up and not down uh, when they start tomorrow with purdue but that's where he has the nebraska women the creighton women he has as a six seed right now playing somebody like maryland who would be one of the final teams into the ncaa tournament but that's what charlie cream has on the women's bracketology is both the men's and women's were updated earlier this morning. That's a lot of speculation and conjecture wrapped in a big what if. And I understand that there's an entire wing of um, wing of the industry dedicated to the what ifs. I'm more of a I'll wait and see what actually occurs. Well, that is a look at what's going on with the Big Red. Uh, Coach Fred Hoiberg speaking to the media this morning. One of his messages to the team is the Huskers must toughen up. And a lot of that comes down to being on the boards. But I'm going to tell you what, I heard Schmitty and the boys talking about it on Hale Varsity. And every once in a while, uh, you know, I disagree a little bit. But you can yes, you can rebound, and it's all about positioning. But have you have you seen some of the behemoth giants that play basketball in Big Ten Conference? Nebraska doesn't have the physicality to no. match up with them. You can be, no. you can try your ass off and try as hard as you can, and no, you should never get out rebounded by twenty, and you should never get killed on the offensive glasses Nebraska has on the road in a couple of times. But you are going to get beat on the boards. You are going to get beat on the offensive glass. 
toughen up maybe needs to be tighten up. Get those numbers a little bit closer out there. And then one other thing I did want to mention, because uh, our Joe Fortenbaugh and our guys that talk afterwards, we brought it up a little bit yesterday, Jimmy and I talking about the NFL games, the NFC Championship, AFC Championship. Everybody wants to rag on Dan Campbell, and we played a uh, part of his response yesterday about going for uh, fourth down on two different occasions when they were in field goal range, and maybe that does make a difference in the football game. The same people that bitch about him losing the 24-7 lead never talk about, if they want to say it's him that lost it, well, who got him to 24-7? Why were the Lions up 24-7? It's always negative. And I guess yesterday that really kind of caught me as I just wanted to go, you know, guys, they were up 24-7. There was a reason they got up 24-7. And maybe they gambled a little bit during that time, but we just don't want to talk about that. We want to talk about it at other points in the football game because it didn't work out, which is fine. I get that. That's why we have these shows. That's why we have so many people that think they know a lot about sports, including us, which we don't from time to time. But it just it boggles my mind that you don't even take into consideration that the reason they blew a lead is because they had a lead to begin with. And I think that the reason that they even got to that game and got to that lead, to your point, was Dan Campbell. Go back and you look at his opening press conference. You knew he was going to do great things. Who you got in the Super Bowl? Oh, that's right. I forgot. Come on, man. Oh, man. What are we going to do with you? You chief fan, you. You still got him? Yeah. Trey Alexander, yeah. named to uh, the uh, 10 finalists for the Jerry West Award, uh, goes to the top shooting guard in the country. As we said, he is one of the uh, 10 finalists. And so we will uh, see him as the Big East player of the week and now makes the uh, top 10 and going to need him to keep playing like this and Creighton keep playing like this if they want to fulfill their goals. And if they're in a three seed right now in the NCAA tournament, according to Bracketology, I think that's about where you're looking. Uh, maybe it could have been a two, still could be, uh, where they were ranked at the beginning of the year, seven, eight, wherever every poll had them. So see how that all plays out. Three seed would be a great draw for Creighton. Uh, coming up tomorrow, our Loper link here on the Doug and Daddy Show. We will catch up with tennis coach Scott Schaefer because they've got some home activity coming up, and we'll talk about that and the continued uh, growth of the men's program and where they are now. Another one of those split seasons, fall and spring, so we'll talk about that. What else is going on with the Lopers? We'll update you on uh, what's going on of course with all the conference basketball tournaments. Thanks so much to Carly and Katie coming in with the Buffalo Wild Wings and a different Carly winning the uh, Buffalo Wild Wings Super Bowl party. Also to Athletic Director at Carney High, Ryan Hug. We'll see it basketball tonight. The games in Hastings, Adam Central St. Cecilia on KHAS, Fort Kearney Conference Boys Quarterfinals, the games from Amherst here on ESPN. The games from Elm Creek will be on the Vibe 98.9. You've been listening to a Doug and Daddy podcast brought to you by Cunningham's Journal. Cunningham's Journal, the only bar you need to know in Kearney. Oh, darling, I feel like amazing. Don't make me do that again. Game over!